Hey, welcome to another episode of Expedition Marriage. I am Chris with my lovely bride, Jamie, which mm-hmm. if you are not watching YouTube, you are not able to see her beautiful new haircut. Oh, she's, she's, baby. She is styling. She's, <laughs> she is smoking. So anyway, um, <laughs> so I look, okay, I, I know that was a little embarrassing. I'm sorry. That's all right. Thank you. Well, look, communication is extremely complex. Just in case, mm-hmm. you, in case you didn't know, <laughs> extremely, communication is, is extremely complex. It's multidimensional. It's mm-hmm. multimodal. You can pack paragraphs or pages of communication in even, I was going to say in a sentence, but even just in a sound, in a, uh, oh, right, could, yes. could just be yeah. loaded. Yeah. If you've been married for any period of time, You've experienced yeah, that. Yeah, tone of voice speaks volumes. <laughs> yeah. There was, there was a, an episode of, um, uh, what was it called? Cheer? Um, Cheer? Yeah. Cheers? The cheerleading? Oh, oh, the, oh, the cheerleading documentary yeah, kind of thing? right. That, you're, mm. Yeah, well, which... You are brave bringing I, up look, that. I, yeah. I am not secure afraid of... Yeah, I'm secure in my masculinity, absolutely. Yeah. I have daughters there watching it. I happen to, to oversee it. Anyway, yeah. Um, yeah, so husband and wife, they're talking, going through things. The wife just goes, uh, and that on camera, the mm, two oh. of them have a breakdown on camera. Yes. So yeah. right, all she did is would go, uh. In the middle of him talking. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so that had that paragraphs of pages yeah. of communication. Yeah, because I remember he's like, never mind, you tell the yeah, story. Yeah, t- I can't tell the stories, right? You tell the stories, right? Uh, yeah. Just her, just, uh. Because that eh was kind of read as a, you're about to correct me, mm-hmm. and that can even just go farther. You pull that thread of, you're going to correct me, which means I know I'm wrong. That, I don't know how to tell stories. Yep. I'm wrong. I'm going to mess it up anyway, so forget it. I won't even do it. Go ahead. Yeah, if you're sitting over there just judging yes. me and waiting for me to make this mistake. Yeah, and like you said, they were on camera. On camera. So oh, yeah. imagine what it must be like behind closed doors. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, and you know, speaking of little squabbles like that, we actually had one today. Here's our most recent stupid fight. It was about, I will tell you, Chris has the noisiest of cups ever. It's like a, a Bobo Stanley cup because we don't have real Stanley be- cups around before here. Before Stanley cups became, I was trying to push the... Well, yeah. the wellness cup. It's from TJ Maxx. But you hear that? Listen. They probably don't even hear no, it. No, I, I am confident <laughs> they hear it. You're going to have to let us know if you hear this cup. But everywhere he goes, it's like jangle, jangle, jangle. And it is so obnoxious. And I don't know why. It's so dumb. But his cup drives me nuts. Have we it done an episode on highly sensitive personalities yet? We have. Oh, okay, we have. yeah. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll have to tag back to But you to know what? Episode. I'm still holding to the fact that that cup is just obnoxious. It's a big, obnoxious cup. But I will say, though, it's not as obnoxious as our son-in-law's cup. Our, oh, our oldest daughter, no. Alicia, her husband, Chad, he carries yeah. around uh, it, the it, biggest... It's hanker. Um, I think it has wheels. It I'm, is the Mac Daddy of all cups. And what's funny is it drives her nuts, too. And We're look, always mad at these Look, And every cups. time it falls off something, it gets knocked down. It's like you can hear it from a mile away. Just boom. It's insane. So anyway, right, we are I'm, way off topic. Yeah, but so back to communication. <laughs> we both just did the same thing yeah, with our hands. And how, how complex it is because we we wanted to talk about the love languages. So look, mm-hmm. There's been a lot of talk about love languages 
and we're we, I yeah been around for a while yeah been around for a while. I'm personally surprised anytime somebody isn't aware of it. I'm like, mm-hmm. really? How do you not know about the five love languages? Right. And we even had somebody who like <laughs> um, I forget who it was, but they said something about like, are those even like relevant anymore? And you, you all should talk about how they're. And I'm like, yeah. look, the last thing we're going to do is disparage the five love languages. So, right. Yeah, right. That's, but that's yeah. also why we're doing the episode. It is why we're doing the love because, languages. Because you know, like all good things and the five mm-hmm. love languages are they're a really great tool for your marriage mm-hmm. but with all things that are helpful everything also has limitations and drawbacks right. they're and components. they can be misused mm-hmm. and Absolutely. we've seen them misused we've worked with couples where they have been misused or misunderstood mm-hmm. and that's kind of what we want to talk about today the good I don't want to say the bad, but the the misuses that can happen as well. And so if you're not familiar with the five love languages, if you're one of those people. Which is well, okay. Yeah, That's it's okay. Right. No yeah, judgment. No, no. But they are acts of service. Mm-hmm. So it's it's doing things. You you like it when your spouse does things for you. Right. When they fill the up the, the car with gas, mm-hmm. when they help with chores around the house, when they do tangible they, Yeah, they things. see things that need to be done and then kind of like do it for you so you don't have to ask that kind of a thing. Yes. You know, vacuuming dusting, any of the, anything that is actually performed for them. Yeah. Right. And then another one is quality time. Mm-hmm. That's kind of easily understood. Yeah. It's you spend time with me right. and it's not just we're together. It's, it's quality. <laughs> I was going to say might not be as easily understood for guys. Cause guys are thinking, Oh yeah, we watched it. You know, <laughs> we watched a movie. I just spent two hours with you. Yeah. But you're, we weren't talking. That is true. We weren't connecting. We were just in the same room. Yeah. We weren't really engaging with each other. So and quality. that's the difference between, between time and quality time yeah so the quality and and that could vary i mean mm-hmm. because um, a man could say that is quality time because oh, yeah. they love shoulder to shoulder a bunch of dudes going to see a movie we had a great time yes we're, that was we're, we're quality we're, time we're best friends right right <laughs> and another one is physical touch and yeah, this isn't that's just probably sex, self, oh yeah yeah right? okay yeah so it's not self-explanatory so yeah absolutely it's it's holding hands it's any touch it's any kind of contact that we're mm-hmm. we feel connected and look, i don't care if you're physical touch or not if that's high on your on your love languages we all need physical touch yes. we are relational beings and that is one of the ways that we feel uh, emotionally connected mm-hmm. and and actually helps keep us emotionally regulated but those those touching the hands the cuddling yep. and all that, people high in physical touch like to always be touching and, and and hugging and leaning on you and and that kind of stuff that's right and that happens to be we actually share a love language yeah and that is it and so we're always like so, touching and holding hands and and just being mm-hmm. physically connected and lots of hugs given in, in sure. our house and so yeah. we love that and so I guys, will say guys that don't be it, haters that's right don't be haters don't be- <laughs> It does make it a little bit easier for us mm-hmm. to share in a love language. So that yep. that's a perk if you have that with your spouse. And another one is words of affirmation. Yep. Which tends to be really big with a lot of guys. Yep. Just across the board. Right? Well, just, I think it goes with respect, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Guys are sensitive to that. So it's any of that building up or anything you're talking about. Hey, I appreciate you. I affirm you. Which mm-hmm. we all, again, we all need to hear appreciation. Right. We all need to hear that we're important and we matter to each other, to our spouse. So, but it's... It, 
it's, these are the things that just are the reminders mm-hmm. that some people, this is what feeds them more than others. Right. Mm-hmm. And then the last one is gifts. Mm-hmm. And this could be anything from, I was in the checkout line. I saw your favorite gum, yeah. your favorite candy bar to, you know what? I booked us a vacation. Sure. You know, I got you this big gift, you know, flowers. There's, there's a, a, a note, little sticky notes. So I think that's a misunderstood because mm-hmm. people are always thinking, well, I always got to buy stuff. No, just get, you know what? Write a letter. Right. Write a note. Spend something because even that sometimes is more of giving it's yourself, giving. and then then anybody can buy the flowers at the checkout stand at the at, at the grocery store. Which go ahead mm-hmm. and get them anyway, guys. But right. but anybody can do that. It's what can you do that says you're special? I thought about you. Right. Mm-hmm. And you've mentioned a couple times with, um, we're supposed to be doing all of these a mm-hmm. little bit mm-hmm. and it's not, we all need all of these. And that kind of is one of the drawbacks potentially, if we look at it this way, is if we, this kind of, the five love languages can, without understanding them, oversimplify love. Right. You, you can see, look, it's, there's obviously there's more than five love languages right. out there. These are just, here's the five biggest ones, the most mm-hmm. common ones. There are smaller or more, I don't want to say outliers. They're more tangible. Right. But these are the, yeah, these are the biggest ones that most people fall into those categories. Mm-hmm. So it's easier to explain those, but they're still just a component. Right. They're still just part and it's even sometimes a small part of the overall communication. Right. Because if we go to scripture about what it says love is, mm-hmm. like all throughout scripture are ways that we love one another, are ways that Christ loves us. Love is patient, you know. Yeah, First Corinthians 13, 4 through yes. 9. Yeah. Love is patient. Love is kind. It right. It does any, not boast. Like the whole, you can provoked. find the whole yeah. slew there. Well, those aren't incorporated necessarily into the five love languages. Mm, yeah. And so we don't just get to say, well, you know what? I'm physical touch. You're this. And then we can throw all of that out because we now know one another's love language. <laughs> and, it, and if we're not careful, that stuff can start to happen. And Here's one of the the issues, and this is going to be the same thing for any type of personality profiling and assessment, the Myers-Briggs, Enneagram, all of those different personality profiles is what happens is we often make them our identities. Mm, mm-hmm. And they are not made to be our identities. No. Our identities. We are children of God. We are who God says that we are. And to say, well, you know what? I'm an Enneagram 6. You're an Enneagram 9. I'm an INFJ, love language, physical touch. That's not who I am. Those are small components of me. Right. And when we root our identity, when we write these things in stone, we tend not to leave any wiggle room for growth. We tend to get very, you know, rooted or planted in those ideals and we don't move from them as, as easily. Mm-hmm. Well, I think, yeah, I think we get lose perspective. Might right. be a way to put it. Yeah. Two things. One, we lose perspective. We it's they're just parts of a bigger picture yeah. of this complex communication thing. They're just little parts of some wiring about what our go-tos are at at the time mm-hmm. because none of this is set in stone. None of this is locked in. Right. And so we we if we do make it our identity versus our, our identity being who 
Christ says, you know, our right. identity in Christ and who God says we are, right? Then we can sometimes lose sight on growth. We can lose yeah. sight on what it is that we're really being called to. I, I don't want to go, I feel like I'm going too far saying I, making it an idol. Right. No, it can be. Mm -hmm. It can be because we start trying when we're, when we start believing this is who I am. This is what I like. This is the way you love me. Mm -hmm. In a sense, we're forcing other people, especially our spouse to conform to us. Mm -hmm. I am this, this is how I am. So therefore this is how you need to treat me. You need to understand that I'm an Enneagram six and I worry about things more. And so mm -hmm. therefore you need to placate to my worries. Yeah. No, just, just that's not them. it at all. Right. right. You know, well, I love physical touch. That's my love language. So that's what you need to do all the time. And that's not what we want to do. So these are, these are tools that are for information. Yeah more than anything. And understanding. Yes. And when you talk about how they're not constant, mm -hmm. I mean, they're not constant in a day, much <laughs> less in seasons. Because that's true. As someone who's physical touch, you shake that water bottle around me a lot. <laughs> I, I don't want a hug from you. <laughs> you know? And it's like, if, if we're fighting one of the things I do, I'm like, oh, I, I don't even want to touch toes in the bed. You know? Yeah. It, it's just, I don't want anything to do with physical touch until we've reestablished connection mm -hmm. and have, have got to a resolution. And so it's not constant in a day, much less throughout seasons of life. I don't know a, maybe let's say a stay at home mom out there with little kids at home. I don't know one that is not acts of service at that stage of life. Right. Who may have started off physical touch. Yes. But now no, you're acts of service. I didn't want physical touch then. Why? Mm -hmm. Because I had lots of physical touch throughout the day with little kids on me. Sure. I wanted you to come home and, and bathe the kids and vacuum the floor. Mm -hmm. And so it changes. <laughs> Clean up the Cheerios. <laughs> yes. Yes. So if we put too much faith in these love languages mm -hmm. and in other personality profiles, then we're locking ourselves in when we shouldn't be. Right. No. And I think that one of the biggest things to understand is it's part, it's to inform us. It's yeah. to inform us what might be going on behind the scenes mm -hmm. or how we can Helps us make sense of ourselves a little bit yeah, more. Yeah. Make sense of, of ourselves, one of one another, how we can maybe positively influence a situation or, or why maybe something we did had such a negative impact yes. because if wherever we love the strongest, we can be wounded the easiest. Right. So if right. I'm, which I am, I'm, I'm high physical touch and then, and then high words of affirmation. So if you don't want to touch me with mm -hmm. your, if you let me touch you with the toe mm -hmm. and you're not giving me words of affirmation or maybe giving words that are tearing down right. versus building up, those are going to cause more hurt than me right. than maybe someone who's high quality time. Yeah, because these are sensitive areas mm -hmm. for you. Sure. And, and that's another thing that can happen with them is they can intentionally or unintentionally be used as a tool of manipulation. Yeah, sure. It can be, you know what, I know my spouse likes this, mm -hmm. so I'm going to do only these things and keep a list. Well, like I did this, I did this, and I did that, so therefore you should do this for me mm. or you should be mm -hmm. happy because I've done all these things for you. Right. And it's almost like a keeping tally. Right. Which first Corinthians 13, four, I keeps think it's no like six or seven. Yeah. yeah. Keeps love keeps no records of wrongs. Mm -hmm. it, it goes against that. So it's, it, it's not something that we want to set up as an end all be all. Right. 
It's a part of a bigger picture to inform us how we can better love each other, not how mm -hmm. we can better get someone to love us. Right, right. And we have seen this cause some issues and some strife in some marriages. And this is probably the most common thing that we see happen is we get so fixated on I'm physical touch, I'm words of affirmation. So now we're like tunnel vision over speak those things to me. Mm. Makes sense. Yeah. I've told you what I need. Right. So now my expectation mm -hmm. is to receive that way from you. And so yeah. we get some unrealistic expectations. Sure. Yeah. If you're not speaking that language to me, if you're not, since you now you that you know, then you're intentionally not loving me, or mm -hmm. maybe you're not intentionally not loving me. Maybe you just don't care enough to right. love me in the because ways I've that you told know. you yeah. these things are important and you're not mm -hmm. doing them. But the struggle is, and like I said, it's a perk if you share a love language because yeah. that's your natural <laughs> it, tendency. It, it is, yeah, to mm -hmm. put out what you enjoy receiving and to do it intentionally. If we were different, if you were just words of affirmation and I'm physical touch, I would have to be intentional to do more than just like hug him and, and touch him all the time. I would have to be intentional to remember, okay, you like words of affirmation, so let me do that. Mm -hmm. And sometimes what happens is that can become difficult. It can be a challenge to learn. And then we stop learning to receive sure. the way our spouse has their love language functioning in mm -hmm. our own lives. Right. Well, and, and, and you can explain that. I may not have worded that the best, but <laughs> no, go ahead. That's all right. Yeah. No, because I was actually, I think if you maybe even put it into a, like a foreign language, mm -hmm. right? So you're an English speaker and someone is a German speaker. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, just because they're not using English to say that they love you doesn't mean that they're not saying that I love you. I guess yeah. I should have gone with, with French because I, I don't know any German. <laughs> <laughs> so at least with, with, French, with French, I know amour is love. Yes. So if I'm saying amour, amour, right, I'm at least trying to say love. Right. But if you're not understanding that that means love, well, then you're not hearing it. And you're waiting right. for me to say love in English before you're ready to hear it. So right. as much as... So you're missing receiving oh, the love that your spouse is giving because you're only looking for it to come in in a certain way. Sure. It has the most impact if, mm -hmm. we, if we hear it in our own language. But also if we start to hear what the other person speaking when they're speaking love, yeah. then now we can hear a lot more op or we have more opportunity to hear how much they're loving us. Right. So because whatever our primary love languages are, that's what we tend to naturally do mm -hmm. to show love. Mm -hmm. So if I'm physical touch, then yeah, I'm going to be a little more gropey. If, if I'm, <laughs> if I'm words of affirmation, then naturally I'm going to be speak, speak mm -hmm. you up because those are things that are naturally come to me. That's how, yeah. that's how I interpret what love is, mm -hmm. but I've got to be ready to be listening for quality time. Right. I, and actually I'm going to go a little off a, a little off because I just thought about this too, because mm -hmm. here's how it also can go awry. Mm -hmm. Maybe you're quality time and I'm acts of service. Mm -hmm. And so now I'm trying to love you by folding the towels, by mm -hmm. finishing the dishes, by doing doing uh, some laundry and all that. And I'm going, you never spend time with me. You're always busy doing all these other yeah, things. Yeah, you're sitting on the couch going, mm -hmm. when are we going to be able to spend some time? Yeah. When are you, you're looking for all these other things to do rather than want to sit yeah, on the so couch and not, be with me. It's not only just not being received as the love that it is, it's actually being spun 
negatively. Mm-hmm. So now oh, yeah. you're We're in very a position, self-protective. Yeah, now you're mm-hmm. in a position of going, I am loving you. I'm doing, and this is what we see play out. Yeah. I did this and I'm doing this and I'm doing that for you and you don't even appreciate any of it. Sure. And then the other person <laughs> is saying, yeah, but as all I want is to spend time with right. you. And there's a big disconnect. Well, and even make it even better than that. I'm doing all these things and I'm sitting here thinking, you know, there's this stuff to do. And all you're doing is just sitting on the couch. <laughs> you don't even care that there's still that the, the washing machine just went off and it needs to be right. switched into the dryer. You're just happy with me going ahead and, and do it all this on my own. Right. And so, I mean, at the, I mean, at the end of the day with all of this stuff, these are great tools. We can go to these five love languages and take the assessment, which we will link in, in the show notes yeah. for you because it is a worthy tool. Yeah, it take is the free ones. There's lots of ones you have to pay for. Sorry for people who are trying right. to make money off of it. No, but... we'll, we'll give you the free one. <laughs> but we'll look to these five love languages and try to put ourselves in this box. But these five love languages should never trump what scripture says is love. Yeah, because we're supposed to love one another as Christ loved us. That's right. And that's not just about doing it one way. Mm -hmm. And we don't ever want to be so entitled to where we're like, I'm physical touch and therefore you need to love me that way. And every time you don't, I'm going to make sure you know that you don't. And I'm going to demand that you do and tell you how I already told you that I'm, I've received love this way and you're not doing it. No, because I don't ever want to miss all the other ways this man sacrificially loves me. Mm. And love can be shown in so many more ways than just through these five love languages. And so we can take these tools, these assessments to inform us because God did make me to enjoy physical touch mm, more. Mm-hmm. He did make you to enjoy the things Praise you God. do. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you know, and, and that's something we need to thank God for. He did wire us, but he also wired us to constantly grow. He also wired us to sacrifice. I'm not called to just demand you speak my love language. I'm called to receive it from you in a multitude of ways. And I'm called to love you. Yes, if you share with me your love language. Yes, I, it makes it easier for me. Mm-hmm. It's a clue. Yes, I can be way more intentional with it. But I'm also called to love you with words, with acts of service, with mm-hmm. quality time, with gifts, with all of the things and every other thing that God says love is. I'm called to be patient. Yeah. Yeah. I'm called to be kind. I'm called mm-hmm. to be encouraging. I'm called not to keep records of everything that you did sure. wrong. Absolutely. And so we don't want anything to ever pull rank over what God's word says. And so that's why we want to use these tools. They're great, but they can't be the end all be all. We have to use them for what they're made for. And that's really just information. Mm-hmm. They're made to give us information. They're made to help us understand ourselves and our spouses a little bit more, but they're not made to put us in a box and lock us in. And so great resources for information on one another, but they're not great resources to give you your identity. Mm-hmm. That yep. is what God gives you. So that's what we've got for you on the five love languages. And here, here's how I'm going to wrap this up. Because we've been talking about love. And so we want you, if you love us, Hmm. 
And if you find what we share here on the podcast, if it's helped you in your marriage or if you find it helpful, can you take a minute and just show us some of that love in the form of a review? Those really help us. They keep us encouraged. And honestly, it just affirms us in what we do here. And it helps encourage us to help you continue to enjoy the journey.